I want to learn something now that we've learned before. We've discussed it as a chevra before. Both these inyanim we've discussed before, but I want to learn it fresh. I want to be fresh to it, and I hope you could be fresh. I guess if, if I'll be fresh, maybe that will help the chevra be fresh to it. There's a verb from Reb Nachman on Parshas Vayeshev that I've said other weeks also, but it can't be. It's Yom Chamishi of, of Parshas Vayeshev and not study this word. There's a word from Reb Nachman that is so Waterbury 101. A guy's like a mechutzev. A guy to say he learned here and doesn't know this word, Reb Nachman, is, is pashat like a, frustrating to me. Reb Nachman asked the following kasha. It's the Ramban's kasha. Yosef HaTzadik in Parshas Vayeshev, one of the incredible parsha in the Torah, Yosef HaTzadik, we all know, He comes to the house to do his malacha. Rashi Chazal bring that he had a tzad to be over in Avera. Yosef HaTzadik's boss, his wife, has been seducing Yosef HaTzadik to do an Avera. She was constantly changing her garments, her begadim, to entice him to do an Avera. And he came one day to do an Avera. Nobody else was home except him and his boss's wife. She grabbed onto his beged. Say to be with me, do an Avera with me. And he runs out without his clothing. And he escapes. And he goes outside. I'm a very visual guy. When I learn things, I need to picture it. I need to see it. There's somebody I know who, who learned here 20, close to 25 years ago, learned in Waterbury, the first year of Waterbury, so it's now 23 years ago. This person has been through Shas, is a Shas Yid, and he said that a big change in his history and learning, he's somebody who knows Shas, and he said a big change in his history of learning is he started picturing the Gemara's cases practically. I'm very into that. When I learn a Gemara, I got to see what's going on. I'm watching. Yehuda's arguing. There's like, I'm watching. I, I, I need to visualize it. A visual learner, Yosef HaTzadik, runs into the street without begadim. Now the Ramban asks, grab your begadim. You're running to the street. The Ramban asks the Kasha. A man is stronger than a lady. Even today, you're allowed to say such things. <laughs> and the man, grab your begadim and go outside. And the Ramban asks, why does he run out without begadim? I'd like to ask the question, why does the Torah record that? And forever I have a picture. It's a wild scene. Yosef HaTzadik's in the street, uncanned begadim, without any clothing. He's in the street without any clothing, Running away, he left his clothing. Why in the world does he run out without begadim? And why does the Torah record, of course, that he runs out without begadim? Said Reb Nachman that when challenges, the Sionists are raging, when they're raging, the Sionists, so then you have to leave your begadim. The only way to survive. Beged is perception. Beged, clothing is how you cover yourself. The only way to survive is believe begadim. You can't worry how this one's going to think. How, you can't, you have, to hunt, you have to get into your essence. You have to get past your begadim to, to survive raging the Sionists.
The only way of survival is to be in the street without begadim. It's interesting. I've watched guys struggle with things and they so badly want mom to be, to, they see mom's disappointment. And it's very real. By the way, that is part of his atzmius that he cares about mom's disappointment. And he wants so badly to be, he wants others to perceive him as a good person. He's a lot of external motives. The only motive ultimately to stop addictive behaviors is it has to be for yourself. It can't be for anybody else. You have to get in your kish because who am I? What do I want? What's good for me? The only way to survive, not to be nechshal, is to take off your begadim. The word beged means clothing. It also means treachery. Clothing means treachery. The word begida means a treachery. Clothing is perception, is how others perceive you. That's clothing. It's treachery. It's not you. A yid came here, a very special yid came the other day, and he said the word beged is beis gimel dalit. Aluf, aluf means Hashem, the aluf, the aluf, the chief. And beis gimel dalit, you lose the essence. You lose the aluf. Start from begad means beis gimel dalit. Let's drop the aluf. Out of touch with self, out of touch with essence, out of touch with soul, Beis Gimel Dalad. He left the first letter of the Aleph Beis out. Hashem, the Iker, the soul, the root, that's Beged. Beged start from Beis. Leave the essence out, Beis Gimel Dalad. So that's Reb Nachman said. I thought if anybody wanted to describe what we're trying to do in Yeshiva, what we want in Yeshiva, the Yeshiva is a place where we're asking, forget the Begadim. Begadim are important, and it's important to wear good begadim. And, but ultimately, I got I to, to survive when the siyonis are raging, a person's got to leave their begad. They got to dig deep, who am I, what am I about? They got to get in, in, in their shtark. That's the only way to survive. And that's what Rab Nachman said, that Yosef Sadik dropped the begadim. Okay. I couldn't not say that word. I want to share... I want to share another idea. I had a conversation with my wife last night, and we literally were discussing this, and I, I wasn't at that point thinking about Parshas Vayeshev. And then I, then I, today was looking at the Chumash, and saw it was Parshas Vayeshev, and saw this. So I'm going to share you an old, a vert we've discussed. I don't want to call it an old vert. There's no such thing as an old vert. It's the newest vert ever, because the vert we're going to get excited about right now. So I want to share something with you and learn a Chazal Yehuda right now. All of us, this, this is a word, all of us, all of us, maybe all of us heard it, maybe, or most of us have heard it, but I don't care if you heard it or not, I want us to live with it. Listen to this idea, Daniel. Yosef HaTzadik is being kidnapped by his brothers. He's being sold to Mitzrayim. And they, they find a band, a group of Yishorches Yishmaelim, a group of Arabs, who pass by, a caravan of Yishma'elim have come from Gilad, and their camels are carrying very sweet-smelling spices. And they're going to, down to Egypt. Now Chazal are bothered by, why does it say what the camels are carrying? Who cares? The brothers, instead of killing Yosef HaTzadik, sold him to a caravan of Arabs headed to Egypt. 
And who cares what the camels were carrying? Like such an insignificant detail. Says Rashi, why does it say what they were carrying? Lama masa'am. Why does the Torah reveal that which the camels were carrying? To teach us, listen well, Yehuda, take off your coat for this one. There's a no coat verse. Yehuda, listen to this. So Yehuda Klein, why does it say what the camels of the Ishmaelim were carrying? Says Rashi, To let us know the great reward of tzaddikim, Arabs normally carry very bad smelling stuff. Nefet is tar, stinks, has a terrible odor. And the Arabs are usually carrying things with a bad odor. But Yosef is such a tzaddik. They were smelling sweet smelling stuff. Shalayuzakmeyreachrai shouldn't get damaged from the bad smell. Shui, Ari, are you fired up to be a tzaddik? We're watching Ari's meteoric rise. You want new motivation, Ari? Take off the code. This is an old code word. Shalom. You hear the you hear the schar of tzaddikim? Yosef at Tzaddik's kidnapped by his brother, stuffed in. Could you imagine the rewards? Lavi, are you tempted to be a Tzaddik? You hear what a Tzaddik gets? The Tzaddik's being kidnapped, stuffed in a trunk. But it's so good to be a Tzaddik, the life of a Tzaddik. When he's stuffed in the trunk, normally a trunk smells like gas, it's pathetic. Or it smells like the last car trip you took. You know, a car, the, the trunk of a car. It's full of all different gross stuff. And this tzaddik, it smelled like roses. Wow! Are you motivated, Ari? Isn't this fun? Rashi says, This tells us the great schar of tzaddikim. That normally it would be a ter- terrible smell in the Archas Yishmaelim, the caravan Yishmaelim. They usually bring to Egypt when they're usually carrying is neft and ra, terrible smelling tar. Shalom, isn't it good to know the great rewards of tzaddikim? Are you fired up? Fired up. Is that a good reward? That's horrible. That's horrible. He's being sarcastic. That's horrible. That's the reward of tzaddikim. Akiva, is that absurd? This is Laidia, man. Are you serious? Daniel, this is the reward of Tzadikim. Laidia, man, schar, Michelle Tzadikim. Wow, it pays to be a Tzadik. Woo! He's being kidnapped. It smelled good. Really? Serious? <laughs> you can't make this up. That's what it says here. That it smelled very good. A chidish, a to let you know the great reward that goes to the tzaddik, that Hashem didn't want to be mazik in bereach ra with a bad smell. What I I don't like cynicism. I don't like sarcasm. I don't like negativity. It's very hard to be very like. Thank you very much. I really appreciate. You know all the lines, like a bachar's kicked out of yeshiva, all the nasty lines. You, you know, people are told, it hurts me also. 
that line is maybe like the old, all-time stupidest line in the history of the world. Like, it hurts me also. Is that, like, like that's one of the stupid, guys in pain has just been kicked out of a yeshiva, and some mish- fool, a fool, that's very hard for me also, fool, fool. This, this, you serious? He just got kidnapped, stuffed in a car? Is this any... <laughs> You punish a kid, you send him home for two months, and you give him like a thing of Winkies. You buy him like a little thing of Winkies. You say, I, I, I just want you to have it. I, real, I do love you. Here's Winkies. <laughs> Hashem gave Yosef HaTzadik some Winkies. He's on his way kidnapped to Mitzrayim. The lowest, darkest moment Yaakov's life, but the Matan Scharm Shel Tzadikim, the tire just needs you to know, Shlomo, about the great reward that's in store for Tzadikim. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> you bothered, Shlomo? I'm not making a, you say an answer and you're not very bothered. No, no chance. Till you're mad. I'm not, we're not saying any answers till you're mad, Mordre. You hear Chazal? Ari sitting in the back is like raged. Pella. I'm reading, I didn't, I'm not making this up. I'm, I'm reading you a Rashi, my friends. Let's read the Rashi one more time. This Chumash Rashi, we're learning Chumash. Parashas Vayeshev, Daniel. This is the Tairak Taisha, every word measured, thought out. Kevali, you have to say, there's not, you're not allowed to say a cool pshat, a cute pshat. You have to believe it to your being. Chazal are saying something. And Chazal, what time is the game tonight? What? You're scaring me with Okay. So, listen to the Chazal. Let's read it one more time. It says, it's, it's Perek, Rabbi Yisai, it's Perek, Lamed Zayin, Pasach Afei. Hinei Arches Yishmeelim Ba Megillad. A caravan of Arabs are coming from the Gilad. Ugmaleyem Naisim, and their camels are carrying Nechais Surivalait. And Halchim Lahard Mitzrayim, and they're going to bring it to Egypt. Rashi says, Loma Pirsamakosves Masam. Why would the tires say what the, ca- what the camels are carrying? Who cares? To let us know the great reward shalom for Tzadikim. Shain Dark and Shalabim Lossi Salanefran. What normally Arabs carry is tar. Sherei Chadra, that has a terrible smell. Vilazeh, but for Yosef, a tzaddik, a tzaddik. Nizdabnu b'samim. By him it appears b'sam. They was they were carrying sweet smelling stuff. Shlo yuzak meireach ras, so the tzaddik shouldn't get damaged from the bad odor. It like for you know, anybody knows me knows I can't stand sarcasm. I think sarcasm is from the ugliest form of speech. I think, I once met a guy who's a Talmud Chacham and two of his kids were off the derech. Now, it's not, sometimes it happens that reasons, Gzairim and Hashemayim, people have Bechira. I, I don't attribute it to parents' fault. I met the man and in one conversation, he was very sarcastic man. Repeatedly in the conversation, his normal speech was sarcastic. I had no caches that his kids were off the derech. I'm not, could I say I'm blaming him? Yeah, I'm blaming him. He has an ugly form of speech. 
He has an ugly, the man was ugly. Speech creates an environment. Sarcasm's ugly. See, what happens is when you tell your kid something tough, don't talk like that again. So you mark in your mind, I said something mean. You make sure to say five nice things to counteract it. When you're sarcastic, your speech is mean and you don't even know you just were mean. That was smart, eh? Either be mean, be mean straight up. It's much better to say to a kid that wasn't smart than to say, that was, I don't like sarcastic type of speech. It's ugly, I think it's from the ugliest forms of speech. You don't mark this. I've, I've seen people have sarcastic speech. It's unchecked anger. It's like passive aggressive, very connected to passive aggressive. I saw recently, I dealt with someone, it's very passive. Instead of being aggressive openly, like everything was like a knock, like in passing, passing. That's what? You, it's unchecked. When you're aggressive, so you check yourself. I was just aggressive. It's unchecked aggression. So you don't, mark, you don't guard yourself. You don't mark. I just said something mean. If a guy says to his kid, that was stupid. It's okay. I said something tough. The kid here. It's unchecked, not by the one who's speaking. And the one who receives it, get, it's like a sucker punch, like punch from behind. The one who receives it, not even sure what just happened. Like you're punched without knowing you were punched and you threw a punch without marking that you threw a punch. It's a very ugly and dangerous speech. This chazal brings, you know, always, you, you always, when you're ever with a friend, you see what he brings out of you. Different people bring different things out. One day you're going out with a girl. You're going to check and the main thing, perhaps the biggest thing to check in dating is what does she bring out of you? If she brings good things out of you, so that's a good thing. If she brings bad parts, it's not a good shidduch. Different people bring different things. We go to, we spend an hour, spend a day out with different friends and one friend like brings out all your strong points. And another girl, and I'm with, brings out all my Weak points. Different people bring different things out of us. This chazal almost produces sarcasm in me. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm the chazal. I'm saying that I need to understand it. It literally makes me say, huh, that's a good reward. <laughs> like it's so upsetting. If you're a goody-goody, you know, you're sitting in a shear, a bomb cash. If you're very goody-goody, you go along with everything. So the Rebbe says, I have a bomb cash on the Raj, but you say, oh, you, you, you write down, bomb, did it, was it a bomb cash or not? <laughs> Maybe you don't think it's such a big cash. I like when we think on our own. Chazal talk to us. They say, Dan Kalish, you want to hear that Matan Scharim, Loidia wants to let me and you know the great Schar of Tzadikim. You want to hear it? Because it smelled good when he was being captured. All I could do is like get sarcastic. Oh, wonderful to be a tzaddik. <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what elicits. What are Chazal saying? What are Chazal? They're, they're talking to you and I, Chazal. Chazal, understand us. Understand what we understand. This does not sound, let's be honest. This doesn't sound like good reward. I'm not signing up for this. You know, they have like all different bribes to get us into something. This will be attractive. Come join this is not attractive. In nobody's world is this attractive. I'm sorry. This was probably the worst in advertisement to be a tzaddik that I've ever seen in my life. I'm walking away. That's love. I hear. What does it say? The 
that it smelled good for him because it could have been no normally the Arabs what would they be carrying bad smelling but Tzadikim Hashem likes them see here Tzadik gets then when he's kidnapped in the trunk it smells good wow that's what it says he gets I don't care if this I wouldn't if that was like any part of the deal of Tzadikus on there I wouldn't record this it's just not that good Chazal are saying Loidia wants to let us know me and you the matan scharim shel tzadikim. Is it more saying that, like, showing that Hashem is with you, even though He's going through being kidnapped and whatever? Like, even though some of smell, showing that Hashem is with you, even though. Says there's the schar of tzadikim. There's the reward of tzedkus. The reward of tzedkus. Would you count this as a deep reward that it smells good in the trunk of the car? Right, but I'm saying it's more showing that Hashem. I'll tell you what Yehuda's saying, but I, I don't say anybody has to buy this. I don't say anybody has to buy it. Don't, don't settle. Better to leave something that bothers you and you'll get a good terrorist in 30 years. Don't settle for bad answers. I met last night with an old friend at Talmud Chacham, very, very special person who learned here, very, very dive in a person. And he had like a serious kasha that bothered him. A serious, serious kasha. I went home like my mind it was a hard kasha and I found myself like I didn't want such a big kasha to be in the world. I was trying to like reject the kasha. Don't reject questions fast and don't settle easy. When you settle easy for kashas, you don't get real answers. Good questions deserve good answers. Don't settle. I'll be honest, I don't know the answer. I never heard a good answer to this kasha, never in my life. I'm going to be honest with that. I'm going to tell you that questions work with you. I'm going to say something Yehuda said. I don't consider it a good answer, being blunt. I like Yehuda. I consider him an incredible person. For me, I am not, I don't have an answer. I still read this Rashi. I am moved. It makes me cynical. Rashi knows me. Now, I never, I want, by the way, I want things in Tyre I don't understand. Because I don't want to just be, I don't want to stay the same dumb me. I don't want to stay me. Well, it doesn't make sense to me. My brain is limited. I want the Tyre to work on me. I want the Tyre to teach me new stuff. You only learn new stuff if you're willing to be bothered. So, okay, you know, I'll just, oh, makes, I'll take something I know, stup it in there, and then, then you didn't learn anything new. You read the Torah is smarter than me. Rashi and Chazal are smarter. 
it doesn't bother me that it's shver to me. It says that I have learning to do, and I want to be taught. A question means I have learning to do. No arrogant person, like, it would be so sad if you didn't have any questions. You just know everything, you're like, perfect. Of course, we have questions, we're limited. What are Chazal saying to me? This is how you want to teach me? Any pshat, I'm going to tell you like a thought that is said in the world. Yehuda said something that the world answers. I don't know the answer right now. I don't know that it's such a bizarre way of telling me about schar of tzaddikim that it smelled good. That's that's absurd. It's one of the crazy. It's literally the tire is very the tire is yesharim darke Hashem. The Torah is MS and Chachmadik. That is not something we'd want to say. There's the great sky. None of us would do this. If you wanted to introduce, uh, we have many things we could say that are worthwhile it is to be a tzaddik. Many, many things. This is not how I would introduce Sidgus. So the way I'm going to try to say it, and it's a word that's re- that very, very much connects to Hanukkah. Very much connects to Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the send-off into Golos. And it's the, it's the R that both the Chayshech can allow for a little R. And I want to share something that, that, that is helpful, but not an answer. If you say, oh, I have an answer to the question. I don't know. I'm, this is a, this Chazal. Chazal are, I'm a tr- I have complete Amun and Chazal. Everything they say is Emes. And the more I learn, I have started to learn Svarim that deal deeper than Pshat. Just Svarim more Chasidish Svarim that deal. I suspect here in Pnimiya Satira that there's tremendous Chedushim here. And uh, there are many places that you're forced to learn deeper because the simple Pshat doesn't work. So you're forced to say there's something deeper. I promise, I don't know what the Chassidish Shavtzvarim say on this. I promise I'm very curious and would like to find out what is said in Svarim that deal more with Pneumia Satoira. What in the world the Chazal saying? But if you're not upset and you don't have a kasha, so then you just settle and just, you know, a lot of times we settle for answers because we're not taking the matters seriously enough. So, so man, you're basically just saying we're smart, we're allowed to be not smart. We're allowed to say, ah, wow. If I was learning this with any cousin of mine who was irreligious, I would blush. I would like, okay, let's just read the next Rashi. Oh, well, I don't want to talk about this right now. Just, you have to know. You know, all the words we say we don't know. You have to know. Yeah, it's complicated. This tire on this. <laughs> What's being said here? I'm making it very uncomfortable today. I'm sorry, Shu. I want it to be uncomfortable, a little uncomfortable here. Amazing. Amazing. There's an hug of Hashem called Hester Panim. There's an hug of Hashem that Hashem hides. And that's an hug of Hashem. It's called Hester Panim. Golos is anoichi aster. I'm going to hide myself. Hashem says, I'm going to haster aster as panai. Hashem's going to hide from us. There's something called Hester Panim that Hashem hides. A lot of difficult moments of people's life, there's a Hester Panim. 
Yosef at Tzaddik being sold to Egypt is Hester Panim. He's a very, very big Tzaddik who's serving Hashem. And normally there's an open gilu of, of, the, of, of the ways of Hashem. And normally Tzaddikim have a Yishuv Hadas, have a joy that's, of course... Of course, that's what Hashem shows himself, which is the normal hug of the world. And here the tzaddik is being sold to Mitzrayim and kidnapped is the spitz Hester Panim. And the, somehow, somehow, the Matan Scharim Shel Tzaddikim is Hashem amidst Hester Panim will smile at the tzaddik. And the tzaddik will perceive it as such. It's almost, yeah, I, I don't even know in Pshat, almost the Matan Scharm Shal Tzadikim is not what Hashem did, it's that the Tzadik himself will perceive it, that that matters. I don't know to the non-Tzadik, would it even matter? If a guy wasn't a Tzadik and he's being kidnapped in the trunk of a car, would it matter that it smells like roses? A, a, a guy's not a Tzadik. Would anybody, he's freaking, I'm very visual. He's in the trunk of a car. His life is going nowhere. He's dead. He's being kidnapped. There's no, there's, I don't know what that even means. He's being kidnapped. Helpless. No control. You're garbage. Kidnapped. He's stuffed in the trunk of a car. I don't know if a non sadic not I don't know. I know it wouldn't make one iota of difference. It wouldn't register in his life. A non-sadik, it would not matter that it smelled good. He wouldn't smell, by the way, it wouldn't matter if it smelled bad. He wouldn't care this way or that way if it smelled. There's, there's no part of a non-sadik that it would matter. I can't see a world. When people are going through difficulty, I revert back to a dark place in my life, to a difficult time. I think to myself, that would have been like a gorgeous sunset. I wouldn't have cared. I would have said, if somebody said, I, I, I don't, my father doesn't let me use this word. I'm going to use it now just to bring out, I ask Mechila. But if a guy would have said, Kalish, Dan, it's such a nice sunset now. I would have said, shut up. I would have heard my father to say that word was like, hard, was thrown, like terrible in the house. If a guy would have dared say at a low time going through something, say, look up, what a sunset. I would have wanted a punch to guy. I'm not so violent. Talking about negative responses. Look up to the Shemayim, isn't it? Look, such a great sunset. It wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. I don't care. It's not what I'm thinking about right now. It doesn't matter. And here it says the Matan Scharim Shel Tzadikim is that it smells nice. I wonder, and I don't know, and you have to add this to what you're saying, Yehuda. You can't just say, well, you know, Hashem winked at him. I don't, maybe part of the schar is that it matters to the tzaddik, and I don't know. I don't know, that's why I don't love the pshat, because it says the schar is, it smells good. I wonder, the schar is, it smells good, and he cares, and he cares. If a person's not a tzaddik, he wouldn't care. And why does the tzaddik care? Why does he care? It smells good. Why doesn't he say, shut up? Says, Isn't it good smelling? If somebody told you, I said, if I was in that thing and it smelled nice, I would have said, I don't care that it smells nice. My life's ending. He's being kidnapped. It smells nice. <laughs> I don't care that it smells nice. Could you imagine how rude it is if a friend of yours tells you some major tzara? And you tell him, you're, you're, you're a chatsy jerk if you do this. Tell him, isn't it nice today outside? Isn't the weather great? 
<laughs> I told the guy, it, it brings to mind, this, a bacher chewed me out. A guy gave me musr, you get the best musr from guys, Avi. A guy came, I asked the bacher, I called him up, said, how was your ben azmanim? He said, horrible, this and this happened. So Rav Eli, I said to the guy, I said, besides for that, he told me something bad, so I said, I'm so sorry, I can't believe it. And then I went on the conversation, besides for that, how was ben azmanim? So the bacher, I told him this, Rav Eli, so the guy says to me, he says, Rebbe, listen well. Mrs. Lincoln, besides for that, how was the play? Bacher said to me, said, Mrs. Lincoln, besides for that, how was the play? Kalish, you're Meshuggah. Besides for that. The guy said it to me. He said, Rebbe, listen well. I promise you. Bacher said, who I told you the story? The guy said to me, Rebbe, listen well. Mrs. Lincoln, besides every single guy here made a mental note to use that line once in your life. Take it as your own, please. <laughs> the guy's going to laugh in like 10 minutes. The guy's going to get it and in like 10 minutes start laughing. <laughs> Yisrael's from a different country. Abe Lincoln's wife was killed during a play. Abe Lincoln was killed during a play. Abe Lincoln was murdered with him and his wife at a play. So if somebody says to his wife, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? So he said, my husband was killed. And besides for that, and Miss Shogun, and besides. <laughs> so the guy said, I'm asking besides that, how is your banner's mind? You idiot, how is my besides for that? <laughs> True story, true story, true story. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Are you waiting to use that line? The rest of us, life just went on pause. All of us now, like, are just going to be sitting there with the line and waiting. <laughs> You're going to, like, misuse it at the wrong time. Mom, besides that, Mrs. Lincoln, how's the plane? It's not going to fit you, like... <laughs> Okay, the guy nailed me. Rabbi say Yosef Atzadik. Like besides that, doesn't it smell good? It's like rishus. It's chatsi rishus to point it out to somebody being kidnapped, and to say, doesn't it smell nice? And you're a chatsi rasha to say that. The next time a guy breaks to you like the horrible news and he's crying to you and he says, I have to share something, Rabbi. If you tell him, isn't the weather wonderful? You're like a You're out of your box. And somehow, somehow, by tzaddikim, it does matter that it smells good. It does matter that there's a nice sunset. And I don't say, I don't understand it. I'm still bothered. Because then it comes out, the schar is not so much that Hashem does it, because Hashem would do it for the rush, it wouldn't even matter. The schar is that it matters to the tzaddik. Now, why it matters, but again, I don't know. I, the, the, Chazal say the schar is Hashem does it. If he would do it for the non-sadik, I don't even know if it would matter. I, not I don't know, I know it wouldn't matter. If a person, now why does it matter to the tzaddik? Because the tzaddik, all he's thinking about is Hashem. And to the tzaddik, listen, to the tzaddik, Hashem's whispering, I love you, I'm with you, I'm here, I'm here. Hashem's saying, I'm with you. The tzaddik hears so much more than a good smell. It's not the good smell. The tzaddik gets a hug, a kiss, a sense, I'm with you. It's not the good smell that the tzaddik gets. 
He's getting a hug and a kiss, and Hashem say, I'm with you. Imagine you're in the trunk of the car, and you're feeling all alone, and you feel a tug, and your mom is kidnapped alone, and the guy, somebody you feel is strong. I'm very good friends, Daniel Kapelowitz, and the guy is strong and lovely. And from the car, all of a sudden, on the other side of the trunk, Daniel says, don't worry. Like, gives you a thumbs up, like, okay, I'm in good hands. They will be fine. He'll beat all up all the captives. Everything's going to be fine. If Daniel Kapelowitz is in the trunk, says, like, who Batman's here? Like, there's no problem. <laughs> then it's a different story. If Batman's in the trunk of the car, if Dan Kay is in the trunk of the car with you, of course. If, if that's what, if that's, amazing. Johnny, Johnny, this is years of work. That you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Madragas. If the smell itself is God saying, so you're like, whoa, okay. Whoa. Trust me, you're in the trunk. The only thing that's saving me is that somebody's there saying, don't, don't. Oh, wow. I see, I have a guy in the trunk with me. He has a gun, he has a packed pistol, and he's there also. He's my friend. And he's like, I'm like oh. chill. <laughs> that's the only thing that I understand what the tzaddik experiences in the good smell. If that's how he lives the world, I'm dazzled. If that's how, this is not a vert. If somebody lives like this and understands this, I promise let me into that world. That's not a cute vert. Don't tell anybody this. They won't know what you're talking about. But if this is what the tzaddik lives, sign me up. If the tzaddik in his life is so attuned and sensitive to Hashem saying, I'm with you. And he experiences that in the gifts of Hashem, in the unusual nace that Hashem makes amidst the darkness. The unusual nace that it smelled nice and the tzaddik hears and sees the whispers of Hashem. There was a Yid Rev Marx. Rev Marx was a beautiful Yid. I have to bring the family to tell the story of Remarks. It's a very unusual story. We have one of my all-time favorite guys who ever learned in yeshiva. He's married with many, many kids today. He's one of my all-time favorites who ever learned here. He's a stud. He's a ben Torah. He's He oozes Yeras Hashem. He's, he, he's out of town teaching Torah. He's, he's a very, very special guy. And this guy had a grandmother. She's... I, I don't know if she's here. I'll have to find out. His grandmother was an all-American lawyer. She was a very powerful lawyer. Very high-ranked, wealthy, powerful, all-American lawyer, his grandmother. His grandmother was an Almana also. Her husband had passed away. And she had she, a wonderful first husband, a wonderful family. The grandson was here. as an all-time great. His grandmother has like... Has, has this, she grows tremendously and decides she wants to marry a Talmud Chacham. She's this all-American lawyer. She needs to marry a Talmud Chacham. That's what she decides. Somebody reads her one of the most unusual Shaduchim. She's a powerful all-American lawyer. The guy is an impoverished Hasidish guy. is penniless as a tailor. True story. I met him many times. Actually, many. I met him a few times. 
somebody read, asked her, what do you hold about a chesidish, a penniless guy? And she said, I asked, is he a Talmud Chacham? A Talmud Chacham, is it tzaddik and a Talmud Chacham? She said, I want to go out with him. She dates him and they get married. A fascinating shidduch, Zivug Sheni. An all-American lawyer with this Polish yid from Poland, Ani Ve'evyan, Chesidish Yid, he's a tailor. My, my grandfather was a tailor. Was a tailor. He was a tailor, a penniless tailor. And they make the shidduch, they get married. They were an incredible zivug, an incredible couple. They bought a restaurant in Eretz Yisrael. Remember, she, all of a sudden he became wealthy overnight. They bought a restaurant, closed it down, and used it. They would have a hundred bachram for each suda on Shabbos. And they would fear Tish, incredible people, this husband and wife. Many, many bachram ate by them over the years. Big tzaddikim. They literally at one point bought a restaurant, shut it down, turned it into a place they could host many, many people for sudas. Incredible. I was there to be in this house. It's like the Kodesh Kadash of their house. For those that know Rabbi Stern from Imre Bin, it was very, very close mm-hmm. to the Rebbe Marx. He brought many of us. He introduced me to him. So this, his wife's grandson was in the yeshiva, was a superstar in the yeshiva. He's a younger man influencing many, many years and raising a beautiful family. Amazing. Rev. Marx wrote, would talk about the Holocaust. I never, he was a survivor. Everything he knew was nifter. He would write nay stories about the Holocaust. I have in my house writings from him about, about the Holocaust. And he would just glow. He would just talk about the Amunah and the Nisim. He always would say, I don't know one survivor who didn't see crazy miracles. But like Yad Hashem Begolui. It always, it always was so confusing. The event which caused so many to lose faith gave him extra faith. He was on fire all his life from the Nisim that he experienced in the Holocaust. That you also saw Hester Punim. He was literally the yid in my life. When I read this Rashi, I read it's the eulogy on his life. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't pretend I understand. I don't read this Rashi and say, well, it smelled nice. No, I don't relate. It smells nice. I still would say to somebody, the dark times of my life, they'd say, well, it's nice guy. I'd say, shut up. Don't tell my father on me. But I apologize that I use nivel pen. This is a shear. Maybe it shouldn't go out. The shear is the shear. Kalish is used as nivel pen. Don't show. Maybe called don't show. Rabbi Kalish Shlita from Harborview. Okay, maybe that's the name of the shear. I don't pretend. I don't pretend to study this chazal and say, oh, I get it. Wow, isn't that a great var? It's not. It's hard. It's hard. I say that I met a Yid Rev Marx who walked out of the Holocaust and his emuno was strengthened because he smelled good smelling stuff that was miraculous. And I always felt like telling him. I, he told me, he handed me his book. It's a little like pamphlet. He handed it to me. The Nisei Hashem that I experienced. I'm like, I, I, the Nisei Hashem, the, you lost everybody near and dear to you. You saw a tremendous Hester upon him. He was invigorated and encouraged and strengthened by the Nisim that he saw. He felt and experienced Hashem. I do say that Sadiqim will live like that. I'm, I'm amazed by. They live in a different world than the regular masses. 
I'm impressed by a world of a tzaddik amidst such situation who has the Yishuv Adas, who has the understanding to smell something and be impressed. I'm impressed by that. Not by somebody who would be a pretend. We're so used to pretend. I have a good word. We're so used to pretend. Stop. This is water bear. We don't do pretend. We're so used to pretend that we can, that we can like, oh, you know, isn't it nice? It's, the sky is so nice. No, you told me I don't like museums because I don't like to say, isn't it amazing? No, it's not. I don't care. No. Everybody says, isn't that gorgeous? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not telling you. It, these are real things inside. What does it feel like to you? That it could smell nice and it's sad that cares that it smells nice. I'm dazzled. I met such a human being. I met him, I met him. There's something different about that type of life. They're living on a different plane. If you can be in the trunk and it smells nice and you, you literally feel somebody go like this to you. You see a guy, your best friend who has guns that can capture all the enemies. That's a pretty cool existence. Understand that that's how the tzaddik lives. I think this is a start of what Chazal are saying. I think you're... Don't say it as a vert. Please don't say over. You want to hear a good vert? It's not a good vert. This is a madrega we're trying to, to get. We're trying to incorporate its vil. I don't know. It's wild to live like this. But again, what my cash, I would guess I would ask, it says the schar of tzaddikim is it smells nice. The schar is that that matters to them. That matters. <laughs> Maybe that's what Chazal mean. The Matanschar Mishel Tzadikim is not just a nice smell because Rishon would get a nice smell and even good people who aren't Rishon, Bainanim, would get a nice smell and wouldn't give a hoot that it smells nice. But Tzadikim, it's different. It's different. The nice smell really says something to them. Really says something to them. I think if we live with open eyes, we can get there. If we live with Emunah, we can get there. You can get to a place that a good friend says, it's nice to see you and you see. I, I'll tell you a story that happened to me, but this is on such a small scale that I understand Sadiqim. I had a frustrating day one day. I don't even remember what the frustration was. Minor, could be out of flat tire. I don't remember. The frustrating day, and I pulled up, this going back over a decade ago, and I pulled up to my house in Blue Ridge. I happen to like animals, inexplicably. I just like them. I pull up Blue Ridge and a, a huge deer that I hadn't seen the size of in, in a long time, like in Blue Ridge, there are plenty of deer, but it was a huge deer. I think it even had antlers. I think I like the ones with antlers. I think it had antlers, if I remember correctly. And if right behind my hoop, I pulled up to my hoop in Blue Ridge, right behind the hoop was a deer with antlers and it didn't run away. And I just sat there looking at the deer and it stayed there for a while. I promise I felt Hashem hugging me, kissing me. It was wonderful. Now that was easy because the, the, the frustration was minor. But I felt like it clear. Hashem said, here, you know, tough day. And he put it right there. And I just sat and stared at it. It comforted me. Just so nice. Biroiv sarafi bikirbi. With a lot of difficult thoughts inside of me. Tanchumecha, your comforts, Hashem. Yeshashuai nafshi, they delight my soul. David HaMelech says in the Yom of Revi of the fourth day, David HaMelech says, when we have difficult feelings, Hashem sends comforts. Those comforts could be all different things. 
Now, I can relate to that when the frustration is very minor. But I assure you, on a major frustration, I wouldn't even care about the deer. I wouldn't do it. Tzadikim have the yish of adas. I don't even know what it is. Tzadikim could live that they hear Hashem. Now, could be if we train ourselves when we're not in the tremendous dores. Then under dores, I'm nishtoimim. The tzaddik would pass by and a turtle would go by. He'd like, I've driven. I saw Menachem Wiener. I was driving and I saw an owl. Wonderful. I felt like Hashem was Mizdamin. You know, how many guys here have driven and seen it? We saw an owl. I saw it unfurl. It, it, it has a wing that wraps around itself and it unfurled. It's like, I think it's like 12 feet. I never saw it like that in my entire life. It unfurled its wing. It like wraps itself all around. I never seen it in my life. In the wild, me and Menachem saw it. It unwrapped. I think it was like 12 feet long. Could you, could you look on your phone when an owl unwraps how long the wing is? It was like 12 feet. I was like, it was wild. I never saw it like that in my entire life. When an owl unwraps its wing, how long is it? What? 4.5 feet. Wow. I'm like the little kid. Maybe the two of them together. That's all it is when it unwraps? It's pretty big. If it weighs, it's talking about an owl that weighs just three pounds. Are there, are there bigger owls? Sure. I felt it was like 12 feet. You have to ask Menachem We felt it was like 12 feet. Six feet. One of them, two wings. Trying to remember, it was it was a, it was a few years ago. Six feet long, six feet of it's a person size. It was wild. We saw, yeah, it was wild. I never seen it from us. Kitzer Advarim This Rashi Laidia Matan Scharm Shel Tzadikim is an incredible Rashi. I want to say I want to say that we can train ourselves. It's I don't this Madrega of Tzadikim. That amidst the most difficult Hester Panim could see and experience Hashem smiling. I think a passageway to get there is to notice Hashkachas Hashem when we're not in such dire situations. When we're not in such dire, and you get an old phone call from a chavron that cheers you up. You get a, a deer passes by that gives, brings a smile to your face to see that as chizuk, to see that as encouragement. To see that as a sign that Hashem is, is smiling, not to see it, to hear what is being, to see the reality of what's, what's being said. Tzadikim, if you want to know the life of Tzadikim, so I say this, that if you understand that it matters to the Tzadik, and if you understand what it says to the Tzadik, then I don't smirk, then I don't smirk, wow, if not if, Tzadikim Mitoy Hester gets such a chizuk and so much love and so much encouragement, that's a schar for Tzadikim. They live different. They have a different experience in this world. I wanted to share this, Rashi. I ask you to please leave it as a kasha. I beg you not to have a terret so fast. I thank Yehuda for, being, for leading us to this start of an approach. Amazing Rashi, no? But that's what we have to be, Mispine Inviter. Certainly, this is not a simple Rashi. I'd like to see more Torah on this Rashi. 
Be'ez Hashem tonight, we'll get, there'll be Mincha next door, second Seder here. B'li Neder, I asked Mechil last week, we said Lel Shishi, and we had it. I wasn't Zaycha to be there, I will be Zaycha Be'ez Hashem. To be by the Lel Shishi, we'll have it 11.30, a Lel Shishi, it's the Lel Shishi before Hanukkah, there'll be a Lel Shishi here tonight at 11.30. Yeah, yeah.